lovely cushion header for Gerrard! Oh, beauty! What a headshot! What a head! Ronaldo, he just slipped in behind Florenzi now. Ronaldo! This is Views from the Touchline. And we are back for episode six, called Simplicity. Uh, I'm your host, Billy Rogers. And I'm Alan Smith. Okay, that's Alan Smith right there, obviously. You guys are getting used to this. Yep. Uh, this is our sixth episode, obviously. Uh, what, is this our fifth week now, or fourth week? No, it's our fifth week. You're right. This is our fifth week on the podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying it so far. Obviously, any advice, as always, or uh, yep. you know, any tips and tricks. Any feedback that you like to share with us, we're welcome to it. So send it our way. So how you doing, Bill? You all right? I'm, I'm doing all right. Uh, coming off a big win this weekend. Yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. We beat a uh, you know Washington College. It's a big uh, yeah. big rivalry game for us. I was there. I, I witnessed this. Number one fan right here. Number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys played very well. Like only thing that I say you guys could change is being a little more selfish in the, in the, attack in the, in the 18, 18 yard box. I thought that at the end uh, you had Nick Bowman. Nick should, Bowman on the should finish that off. This this kid, he's got a lot of pace. He's very composed when it comes to running down the wing with the ball. But when you get in that eighteen yard box, he's sort of going to slot it and put the game away. Uh, you, I, I was watching film the other day with uh, yeah. with Charlie. Uh, RGA obviously, yeah. and uh, he showed me this thing of all of us on the sideline. We're gonna, you know, waving yeah, yeah, in, yeah. like, because he was by himself. If, if you guys are listening, you guys probably didn't see the game, but yeah, some of the guys. he was through on goal by himself with the, in the last like two minutes because they were throwing all the guys yeah, forward. It was yeah. actually it was like a minute forty five or something like that. But I was like, all right, I, I'm I sh- this kid should score. I I want this kid to score, but I mean, he's still young. He needs to. Oh yeah, but I mean, kudos to, for him to yeah to get, get in that, that position, ball. Yeah, get in exactly, the position. But, so. Yeah. I, I was excited. It was a it was a huge win for us because I mean you were on the team last year with the uh, the game against Whack. Yeah, we, we lost two one in like the last, last second. Thirty second was it the free kick? Inside? It was that BS free kick where they the, the ref said Nick Over stepped outside the box and, when he clearly and, didn't. Yeah, and the kid asked for her to take it without the whistle. And too. yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. We, looked, so, we 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 watched the film and there was absolutely no evidence that pointed to Nick leaving the box yeah. at all whatsoever. So that was you guys got a couple games coming up this week. What's tomorrow? Uh, what's tomorrow? We're playing at Washington at Adventist. Yeah, yeah you, guys should, a, you guys should win that game. Hopefully, yeah. But you know, they're a different team than last year. They they beat a, I think Marymount the other day. Really? So, which is actually a decent. Yeah, I was actually team. in Wawa the other day with Marymount's team, like their men's soccer team was. Oh, really? Wawa, yeah, in okay. Westminster Wawa. So are they are they pretty good or they look like a decent group of lads? But that's all I got. Okay, I mean, I mean, I, I'm excited. It's, uh, I feel it's tough to play it though. It's at a uh, it's in Silver Spring, like right around Carlos okay. live. But like we were we were there. To my freshman year, mm-hmm. and we, we won 2-0, but you know, they're a completely different team now, so I mean, That's it's going to be a tough game, because small field. I feel like Saturday is going to be a big test for That's huge, yeah. Haverford. Haverford. They can't, they Are lost. you at Haverford? Yeah. We're, okay, we're, then that's a very, now. very tough game. And they, I mean, they lost to Gettysburg like 4-1, I think. I was telling you before we started. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, so, it should we, be they're, they're beatable, like, yeah, you know, you can't count anything out on that, but quickly, uh, before we... Uh, Move on. Let's shout out uh, to Khaled real quick. My buddy Khaled on our team. Thanks, Khaled, for the microphone. He hooked us up with this uh, awesome microphone. It's great. So uh, it actually helps us record, and you know I'm very thankful for that. So because <laughs> usually before we're using our uh, our iPhones, obviously, and we're mixing and matching on these audio and having to sync it up, and it was just so tedious. And you know we had to email to each other. I'm recording right to GarageBand now, so yeah, it's so it's so just, much easier. He uploads it, puts it in, we get that out there as fast as we can to you guys. So I mean that's awesome that we're getting this progress done. And, Technology-wise. Six episodes in, and we got our, yeah. our new microphone now. Yeah. Well, um, our episode is titled Simplicity because, you know, 
we actually are starting to simplify our entire yeah. outline. You know, we're going to try to do this more off the top of our head. Right. See, so sounds. I mean, it's not really scripted as it is. You know, we just have mm, notes no. kind of. I would yeah, say. the beginning is just like us explaining like where to find us and just introducing ourselves. But now that we're sort of getting into it, as Billy was going to say, we were going to just mention our mention how we're doing. All right, we'll say that our podcast is is based around the beautiful game and. That's about it for that, right? Would you say that's? I mean, yeah. We also will like you know include social media handles, but it'll be more you know it won't be like well you can find us here and here like I mean like obviously like we'll say it, but like it'll need to be more natural. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys can really tell it. It's not really us like reading from a script. Yeah, I mean there are like for the first five episodes we had like you know welcome back to views from the touchline. I'm your host. Blah blah blah. blah. We had that, but like you know now we're trying to push ourselves to be more like we're trying to take baby steps. Take baby steps. Yeah, yeah. and maybe at some point we'll go live with this once we get more. No outline at all. No outline. (laughs) We'll go top of our head. But um, (laughs) all right, let's get into it. Well, I mean, before we start, we have to mention though. You know, you guys know where to find us. Obviously, we we should mention it just so everyone hears all the time. Right. Our Twitter views FTTL, Instagram views FTTL. Search our Facebook in the the search uh, search bar. Uh, views from the touchline we're almost 100 likes right yeah we're at 88 right now so we'll try to get that 100 so please share this message with your friends family whoever peoples yeah I mean like yeah. my mom even texted me the other day and she was like um, she read I think it was Pulisic she was on 60 Minutes there yeah day. I actually watched that the other day what do you think of it was it pretty good it was pretty interesting I haven't watched it yet but um, she I was surprised my yeah. mom watched it though because she, she was like she texted me like, oh like, look at this like do you, do you know this guy? Like, the Dortmund fans are crazy. I'm like, yeah, I, I know they're notoriously very, yeah, they're <laughs> very crazy. They're very crazy. But, yeah, people said she's a Hershey kid. Um, he's from the U.S., yeah. From the U.S., so he's he's not near my area, but he's in PA, so it sort of makes it close. Um, we, I played in Hershey Stadium twice, actually. Have you played against Pulisic himself? I don't, I don't think I have, because he, I think he played for PA Classics. When he was like Grayson played for PA Classics. Yeah, and I I think Pulisic is younger than us, right? He's like nineteen. 20. Yeah, he's younger than us. Yeah. So I think he was, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah, so I think he's he was playing like U tens when we were like U thirteen. Oh or something. my gosh, that's where like um. Or he was playing probably U twelves when we were U thirteens because he played a little. He played up. Do you know uh, Zellam? Gideon Arsenal. Yeah. I I did I just missed playing him when I played when I played for Princeton Soccer Association because I think they he played for only right. Yeah, I think he played for only. He played for some team in Maryland. He, or he's yeah, from Maryland. Yeah, yeah, he's from Maryland. So I think he played for only for a little bit, and I was not on the the premier team for Princeton at the time. So those ki- my teammates that my final year playing club soccer played Gideon and said that he was like unbelievable. Like, yeah, my my buddy, he was in like they were. At, I think they were in the Bethesda tournament. I think. Yeah, it was the Bethesda. I think it was. And he like Bethesda. walked into a. To Chipotle, yeah, and he just casually saw Gideon there with like a bunch of his friends. Yeah. It was like this was like two years ago, so when he was playing for so Arsenal. So he was still. when he was in Arsenal. Yeah, so it was kind of crazy. I was had, like, and he's had a couple stints at. He's having a, he's maybe baby me. I think back at Arsenal, or is he at Rangers? I think he's injured now. Honestly, or is he injured? Yeah, I'm pretty. Sure. He's he's at Arsenal now, but I think he like tore his ACL or something pretty serious that he's out for a while. Oh man, that's not good. Yeah, well, uh, you know, before I move on to start the episode, uh, also. Find us in the iTunes podcast store on SoundCloud and Blueberry to listen to our podcast. Just search Views from the, views from the Touchline, obviously. It's always there. Um, Alan, can they follow you anywhere um, on your Alan social Dragon media? on uh, Twitter? Twitter. And Alan. You're, you're, you're a great person to follow. You have, you have some great tweets. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm more of a retweeter <laughs> than, a, than a personal tweeter. I was going off yesterday. I was not happy on Twitter yesterday. If you, if, if you guys follow me, you probably saw my retweets and, and tweets in general yesterday. I was, it was a long day yesterday. 
But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Billy Rogers AFC, and I'm on LinkedIn always at William Rogers. You know, if you want to connect with me in any way, because you can see my cool my yeah, my man. awesome experience with the field of media and all that. So, <laughs> what's our top story today? Let's get into it. So, well, what was your? I mean, let's let's change up a little bit. Yeah, how, how we've been normally doing it. What was your favorite? Or what what stuck out to you this week from I think from Friday? From I guess Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Monday. Sunday, Monday. Yeah, so what stuck out to you? Since I would then? say the Barcelona game. Empty stadium. That was insane. That's crazy. Having been to that stadium too, um, when I watched Arsenal Barca like two years ago, yeah, I think it was just seeing that and actually hearing like, so no it's a, it was empty when you were there, right? No, it was. It no, was, I, are you at a game? I was at a game. Yeah, okay. I watched Arsenal versus Barcelona in the Champions League. Ooh, so it okay. was like it was sold out pretty much. That's amazing. And uh, what's it called? It, it was just unbelievable to see a stadium like it's that. Like dead noise. Empty. Yeah. It, dead like, noise. Because you could hear the players. You hear like exactly, the, yeah. you could hear when like. The players would kick the ball. You hear like the big thump of the ball, and it was very. I think I feel like that was pretty interesting, just to hear like what the players were doing. That's sort of for younger players. That's a good experience. But the general, the general reason that was happening was the protests between Bar- uh, Spain and Catalonia. Catalonia trying to get its independence, and they wanted no political justices in the stadium, so they made it a closed. I mean, yeah, that could have. Yeah, so. I mean, protests also because that's like the Barcelona game being broadcast all over the world. Obviously, like that's a good place to you know, bring the protest to, obviously, and, yeah. like, that's something they probably would have taken advantage of. So, I mean, like, do you think it was a good idea to have no fans there or to play behind closed doors, or do you think that kind of created more controversy? Um, well, outside of the stadium, I saw that the police were actually taking very aggressive movement towards the protesters. Yeah, they 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 were, like, the Spanish, the Spanish, the Spanish police themselves police came in. Yeah, yeah. and they were, they like... They broke into one of the police yeah. stations, like, in Catalonia because yeah. they had, like, poles to... Become independent, and they basically were illegal in Spain. Yeah, and they were throwing, they were throwing people out of the out of their buildings and everything. And then there's so, I, there's so I, much I, happening in the world right now; it's yeah. it's insane. And I saw, um, I see the farmers, the farmers from Catalonia were were lining their tractors up along a certain road so the police couldn't get to them. Oh my god! Yeah, it was crazy. It, it's it's yeah. it's a lot worse than it sounds, and like. I think that there's so much happening now that, you know, like, a lot of our heads are turned to a lot of this stuff. Like, hopefully, I bet you a lot of people had no idea this is happening now in Spain. No, that are part of but, now, podcast right now. but now, yeah, but now that the soccer influence of Catalonia, it being the centerfold for, um, sp- not Spanish, but I would say Spanish because it is in Spain, correct? Yeah. It's part of Spain. Yeah. So, and we're going to say Gerard Piquet is making the biggest movement towards making an ind- making yeah. Catalonia in like look at people like even like look at people like Messi and uh, Iniesta and yeah. Xavi people like that who've been who were at the La Masia yeah. since like year 11 obviously so they've lived in Catalonia almost their entire life yeah. I'm so I mean like those are some of the most influential people in the world and like I think you saw you said PK was getting booed at PK was getting pooed, booed at his uh, pooed. Pooed, <laughs> pooed and booed he was getting booed at <laughs> excuse me at his uh, at the Spain training and he said he wasn't afraid to like step down from the team if, like, they that'd, that'd be huge because he's one of the best best defenders. Yeah, and I'm I wouldn't be surprised if this next World Cup was his last World Cup. And he's getting he's getting old though. He's, he's getting been older. For a while. And I think he wants to take up a, um, not a a general mad ben, manager role. Excuse me at Barcelona once his playing days are over. I can see that. Yeah. So I, I think that I mean I'll just say this real quick before we keep talking about it. I think it's pretty interesting to see players come back and coach for their former teams because mm-hmm. I mean they're not. yeah oh exactly like he played for them and he does a great job too like that's something where being an Arsenal fan you always say you want to see Thierry Henry manage Arsenal at some point. Well, he's at the sixteen. He's coaching the sixteens, yeah. right? So. Yeah, and you have Murasaker. He'll be the academy coach, the manager yeah. of the academy next year. Yeah, whatever. But and you have, I, I would and you have Pires too in and out of there sometimes. Yeah, I, I you have Burkamp at Ajax as well. Burkamp and Ajax, so it's interesting. 
Well, um, anything else you want to say on Barcelona before we go to the next story real quick? Or, you know? I mean, I hope the Catalonia gets their independence. You think they, so? They, yeah, yeah. I, I seem like the intentions for that country is very good. So, and but My thing is, like, you know, if they were able to function in Spain for, like, all this this time, like, you know, I, I guess I, I can see why they want to be independent from Spain themselves. But, I mean, like, for all this time, like, years on years on years of it being fine, what makes these people all of a sudden want to, you know, leave leave Spain I mean I guess they're seeing a lot of revolutions across the, across the world you know people trying to like you see the the equality movement for women in the US all over the world and obviously like African American people yeah, too, African American yeah. people that movement so you're gonna, and like what's happening in the NFL with, every, with the kneeling and finding justice I feel like injustice 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 but they want to find that they want to find their str- their string and sort of follow that and sort of get their independence as soon as possible. So yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Kudos to Barcelona though, the the actual team though, for you know their they wore uh, Catalonia tops yeah, for the game. Yeah, so. and, and if, even too also, I, I was gonna say kudos to them for you know not letting them the distraction of that take away from the performance. They played awesome. They won three zero. Yeah, and I, you obviously predicted Messi. Messi have at a least brace, at yeah. least have a brace. Yeah, he so. scored a brace. So I mean, that's, so, I mean uh, we actually we killed this week with predictions minus yeah. the. Uh, what did you say for the Man City Chelsea game? I think you said. You said a two-two. I said two-two. I'll check for you real quick. You said I, I said uh, I said that City would win two-one. Yeah. Oh, I said two-one to Chelsea. Sorry, you said two. You said two-two draw. Okay, yeah. so you know sometimes I was close, but I was like, all right. I mean, I guess Kevin De Bruyne, former Chelsea player, that barely he's, he celebrated. Yeah, he, yeah, he I mean, he play, should. Yeah. I, mean, I agree. I mean, they they sold him. Go, where did he go? Wolfsburg for a little Wolfsburg, bit? Wolfsburg, yeah. And, yeah. and then after that, he went to City. So. City House, yeah. So, I mean... Okay, well, I mean, anything else on Barca? But, I mean, I, th- I thought they did... Messi's two goals were very nice, too. Yeah, they were. Yeah, his I first mean, one, he shimmied on the keeper. That was Yeah, nice. it was simple. I, like I, it. I, think, I thought it was so funny where, like, usually you hear the crowd going, like, oh, my God, Messi. And it was just But now silent. it's just silent. So, it's, yeah. it was basically... It seemed like a training exercise. I saw, I saw a picture on Twitter. It was, like, fans are nothing... You know, soccer is nothing without fans. Or football, I, I say. And you see a picture of Messi taking a corner kick with all the fans there yeah. in the game, and they show him taking a corner kick. Because imagine yeah. if there were no fans there, and he scored a really, really nice goal. Nothing, yeah. he, his emotions would have been just dead and just. If no one cared about emotion. soccer, they, they would. We wouldn't be doing this right now because we're fans. Obviously, yeah. like this wouldn't be happening in the first place. Imagine if every game was private like that. That'd be insane. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, okay. Well, quickly, I want to mention myself. Um, everyone here at Views from the Touchline, mm-hmm. me, you, Ralph, whoever else helps us with this. Yep. We're sending all of our thoughts and prayers to the people in, uh, of Las Vegas. Obviously, the big tragedy that happened a few days ago. Uh, it's always terrible to see. You know, I, I hope there's more we can do. It's just like I was can't... gonna, go, I was gonna go donate blood actually. That's that's yeah. great. That's awesome to hear. I mean, I don't want to talk on it, about it too much. Yeah. Stay focused on soccer, but yeah, you course. know, I do want to mention though. I tweeted it also. We do support everyone um, affected by the, by the yeah. tragedy. Obviously, it's. I it's put so it on awful. Instagram too. So yeah, I mean. Not that social, social media yeah. brings a presence, brings a presence, but do if you do something like donate money or give blood or something like that, that's even more of a yeah. We have to act. Yeah, yeah. We we're praying for everyone affected by the tragedy. It's it's so bad to see, but yeah. I mean, on a lighter note though, we were talking about Man City Chelsea. What do you think about the game? Um, I wanted to mention real quick before we talk about the game in general. Look at the. Uh, I was looking at Bleacher Report on Instagram, and I saw a picture. The uh, I think they've played seven games so far now. Yes. And actually, in 2011-2012, when City and Man U were equal in points yeah. at the same stage in first and second, that was when a girl had his title-winning goal against, at the, yeah, against QPR. Against QPR. So, I mean, like, Interesting. I think this year, I mean, it would, I don't think it'd be the same, See, but it, it should be a it should I be close. It be it's a nail biter right now. Because yeah. I saw the goal deficit or goal difference. Sorry, goal difference was um, I think it was nineteen 
to 19 goals to Man United with 19 points, and then 20 goals to or 20 20 I think, goals. I think 17 points. It's 1919 right 19, now. Okay, cool. It's 1919. 20 goals for City, 19 goals for United. Oh, so it's almost dead even right now. It's too. almost very, very close. And then who do you who would you see winning the league at the end of the year though? City or United? Uh, or even I I, I even say I mean, finishing, above, you know, finishing above each other. This is a hard one because you're gonna see Aguero being out for a little while and Pogba being out for a little while. But men, you're doing just fine. Men are doing just fine. I mean, Rashford's picking up the slack. And of course, City's doing just and fine too. Yeah, City it gives more opportunity for United players such as uh, Martial to get in the get in the Rashford Rashford to get in there and or to just play more minutes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and get more experience for. I mean, Lingard probably has plenty of experience by now, but I feel like uh, United might top it in these next couple of weeks, depending yeah. depending on the fixtures that they come up against. Well, look at though. I mean, Chelsea. I don't think Chelsea played too too awful. They were they seemed like they were pinned back for most of the game. To be honest, like they didn't have after Murata got injured and came off, that was it. It was a hamstring. I saw they were reevaluating it. Mm-hmm. I thought that after he got injured, they really had nothing. Even at home, they had nothing going forward. It just seemed like they were pinned back in their own their own half against Man City at home. So I was kind of disappointing to see from like a neutral standpoint. When your top goal scorer gets injured and you don't know how to sort of take it, and you're gonna have a new player in that front. That centerfold setting. Yeah, number nine. Yeah, and number nine. You got to see how they're gonna play. You need to adjust to how they're how they're gonna react, and there's a lot of things that go into it. But I thought it was interesting that Conte brought on Willian for when Morata came off injured instead of bringing on Batshuayi right away. Then who did he pull to the center? Then did he pull? Did he? Well, he that was when Morata got injured. Yeah, he took off Morata for injury reasons. Obviously, okay, yeah, yeah. And he brought on Willian instead, um, who's not obviously not like for like he, he put him up top too. Yeah, that's so it was kind of that's where I was like. I mean, like, why not put Batshuayi on in the first place after scoring the winning Champions League goal in, in, the, in the weekday? Yeah, so. I, I feel like Batshuayi should find a new place. I mean, maybe you can go. I mean, he's still, he gets his time, and he has scored big goals, but I, I do he's agree. One he of, he's massively underrated, in my opinion. He should, he should start yeah, somewhere, cause, yeah. Because you see him coming into the fixtures that are really important and making a difference sometimes, as we saw at Atletico this past weekend. And... Um, last year, with the t- winning the Premier League with that title-winning goal, the unexpected, t- unexpected title-winning exactly, goal. Yeah. So, I mean, he needs to find a new home for himself where he can make make himself his presence known in the starting lineup every week. Maybe, uh, maybe January. Hope he finds a, a low move away from. If you're hearing us, batch by McDaniel Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well that's interesting. Um, I mean, hopefully, we'll see um, Chelsea come back. Hopefully, can rebound from that. Um, I mean, obviously they're missing Morata now, just as City's missing Aguero. So I mean, that game was definitely decided by a midfield goal from De Bruyne. So yep. interesting. And then the next game we have coming, or the next game I want to talk about is the Liverpool uh, Newcastle game. More drop points, Liverpool once again. I have to say, oh I feel like I'm God. saying this every week. It's now. every week. It's so, <laughs> and I don't want to say you're probably happy now that Oxford Chamberlain's gone because you look at Arsenal's form; they've won. Even seven out of six games that they played. Oxlade Chamberlain also missed a sitter for you guys. Also yeah, as well. yep, exactly. <laughs> he missed a header from about seven yards away. I was like, <laughs> this is the most draws I've seen Liverpool have in the last four seasons of the Premier League. I saw at some point that was like, is it drop points or is it just Liverpool like with their shitting the bed? Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, like I, I see it every weekend. I'm just like, oh, Liverpool's playing this small team. Will they draw this week? Like, this is why I just was checking my fantasy Premier League team. And uh, I just took Moreno and Gomez out, and I put Cresswell, Adam Smith, and Jose Font That's a bold in my move. back. In my back, because Adam Smith is playing Tottenham, and Moreno and Gomez are playing United. That's a bold move. So it pays off. We'll see if it pays <laughs> off, because I have Ashley Young on my in my midfield, so I don't want 
Um, is he playing left back this year, though? Yeah, he's playing left back. Well, I guess he's counted as a midfielder. He's on counted fantasy. as a midfielder on fantasy. Interesting. I mean, all right, fair. But anyway, a little. You guys got an insight on my fantasy team, so that's fine. Yeah, but, always welcome. Insights are always welcome. But um, how about your boys, Arsenal? They, uh, they won 2-0 at home to Brighton. You had Monreal score, and then... Lacazette? No, he didn't. Lacazette didn't, didn't score. Uh, you had Iwobi scored the second Iwobi, goal. Yeah, Iwobi. Sanchez had a nice back with him. Brilliant goal. He actually... Lacazette hit the post in that two yeah, minutes. Yeah, he yeah, ripped yeah. it. That's what I thought. I wanted to mention real quick. I didn't say this, Derek. I know it's... I forgot to say it. I found this interesting theory. Uh, Lacazette has not completed 90 minutes yet with Arsenal. And, you know, there's an Arsenal fan who actually theorized that he doesn't play 90 minutes because Wenger... I guess there was these extras that were added onto the transfer mm-hmm. that basically like stipulated, you know, if Lacazette plays X amount of ninety minute oh, games, they have to pay, more, they have to pay they'll, more they'll money. pay more money to Lyon. That's funny. So like someone was theorizing like, like maybe Wenger's being really cheap and like he'll play him eighty five minutes or eighty six minutes instead of playing before ninety just to save a bunch or of money. Or maybe they're going small increments of him playing more minutes and getting his feet touched into the ground. Yeah, the I mean league. he's done he's done a great job so far. It's just Kind of funny. This is his first home game he didn't score in yet. So, I mean, he has four goals this year. I mean, no complaints. The top scores like seven goals. So, I mean, yeah, that's like... Yeah, so for coming on as a sub most of the time and... Well, he, start, he starts. He starts. He, start, he, starts, he starts in EPL. He, he just he comes off, but he comes off with 10 minutes left to go. Yeah. Getting subbed out. So, he's doing his job. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to mention that. It was kind of funny. I was laughing because, you know, cheap banger, obviously. <laughs> that's what I told you last week. You're going to really see Arsenal spending a lot of money in this next upcoming window. I don't see it. No, I mean, it's, I, until Wenger leaves, I don't think it will change in terms of, like, financial net spend for Arsenal. It's going to be the same. They, they view it as a business in terms of when to profit. Yeah. And, like, as frustrating as it, as it is, they made a big signing, but then they still just stop in the tracks, and they don't even go further and, like, try so to... So what happened with the Julian Drexler transfer? So they were like, all right, he's, he settled for $65 million, we got him, and then a week later, he turns around and signs for PSG. That's too bad, so... I hope he... I don't know. I think he's... Draxler, I thought almost left the summer when Neymar came in because you know it's, he wouldn't play. But yeah, then he scored a nice goal. He scored a very nice volley. Oh, wait, well, let's let's move on to outside EPL then real yeah. quick. Let's talk about the PSG Bordeaux game. They won a six-two, and you had Neymar scoring a PK and a free kick yep. in the same game. Yep. Where was Cavani? He was playing too. Cavani scored a goal also as well. I mean, it's a situation. Well, you're running where your mouth is, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So. I mean, even scoring the free kick that was really impressive to see. So. I don't think you'll see Cavani mm. touching over those. Him. I hate when, all right, I'm gonna, hate is a very strong word. We're not gonna put that word out here right now. I hate when people consider Neymar a legend already. Oh yeah, what do you? When yeah. people say, "Oh, legend," he's a legend. He's not a legend. No, he's, he's not, not he's, a legend. He has so much to prove. So, I mean, he's won. All right, he's he won. won the, he won the world. I'm not he won, no, he won the, he won the Olympics. 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 He won the yeah. Olympics. He won a Champions League. He won the, the he meant he won the La Liga. But that's all that he has to have in his room. I mean, it's not He's 25. That, he's 25. All right, he's 25, but I'm not saying that the prim, uh, the La Liga, Olympics, and Copa del Rey, I think it might have... I yeah, he won Copa del Rey. I think, yeah, with Barcelona. Yeah, so, yeah. He won Champions League too, also, mind you. Yeah. But, I mean, like, but Ronaldo's 32, Messi's 30. They're, I mean, they're going to be legends. They're going to be legends. I think you, you have to choose the a correct definition for legend. Like, you can't call someone a legend until you define legend like he could be a Santos legend because he played for Santos back mm-hmm. in the day and obviously was like pretty phenomenal at, like, a, at four, 15 years old at whatever yeah. yeah so I mean you could call him a Santos legend you're not going to call him a Barcelona legend not yet because mm-hmm. he played there for three or four years but I mean like maybe he comes back there later on in his career and at 30 prime. years old and then yeah as prime too comes back at 28, 29, 30 and then plays for three or four more years there then maybe you can call him a Barcelona legend but like I mean I th- he'll be a legend probably but like you have to define legend as someone who's maybe retired like Andre's a legend Andre's an iconic figure 
in the world of soccer. I I see him. All right, he's still a figure right he's now. Still, yeah. He's just he's he's a player in an, in a, in a good stance, making tons of money. The money part is what considers him a legend. That's the only thing. His contract, two hundred and fifty six million pounds, whatever it was. That's the only thing that considers him a legend. Not his all right, his ability. All right, he scored a free kick, scored a penalty. Right. Yeah. So that was the only thing. All right. He's got to make sure that when it comes to your national team, he's getting up there in goals. He's, did he? I don't think he passed Messi yet. No, I don't think so. No, so or not Messi, Pele, and Pele and Messi on, on uh, international goals. So once he gets on that level and passes them, you can maybe put him in the conversation of being a legend. Yeah, I, I think the way I define legend is just someone who's retired and someone who was an icon on football during his, their their heyday, yeah. during their their prime. So I mean, like to, to me, a legend right now, like in, in in this current day and age, would be like someone like Tyrion Henry, R nine, um, yeah, Zidane, mm-hmm. people who like were in their playing days, a heyday, you know, in, in their in their prime, yeah, were like people who they were created amazing. things, yeah. they created different levels of their game. Yeah, so I mean, ten years that from are, now, Messi's po- Messi's a legend ten years yeah. from now. Is what I'm, what I'm getting at. Oh yeah, I understand. Ronaldo's a legend eight years from now. Once he retires, you know, two three years, he was a legend. He's in, they're all yeah, and Messi, Ronaldo, or icons. Uh, I would, Messi, Ronaldo. They're icons right now. Yeah. They're icons right yeah, now. Right now, and they'll be legends. They'll icons be, to legends. Icons, legends. So, so it starts off as like a, a wonder kid. Like what's happening? What's happening in FIFA 18 right now? They don't have legends anymore in the game. They, they call them icons. Icons, yeah. So like, Thierry Henry is an icon. I guess yeah. I mean, icon and legend are pretty similar. They're very legend. Legend, legend to me sounds like you know the legend. Someone that's gone. The legend, yeah, the legend of not there. The legend of Alan Smith. Yeah, like. <laughs> Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Not yet, but uh, no. But you know, Alan has his legendary stories. You know, back oh. back in his heyday, oh, the legend of Alan Smith oh, <laughs> would but, um, slice the defenders into pieces. Right, exactly. All right, <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's move on. And all right, Bayern hurt the Berlin. Wow, you moved out real quick for that. Bayern hurt Alan the Berlin. Smith. <laughs> Bayern hurt the Berlin. All right, so Billy, this, is my, this is your first great prediction. You texted me over the week, and I was like, all right, I had to look at the score. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be – this is insane. And then they tied 2-2. And they tied 2-2. Lewandowski had a nice goal, but uh, what's it called? Kalu scored the tying goal for her. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I told you that – Former Chelsea legend. <laughs> icon. Icon. Uh, I told you uh, – what's it called? That when they packed that stadium, it's, it's a tough place to play. Yes, and you were like, correct. And uh, what's it called? Riveri got injured, too. He's. And, I feel like his career is done. You think so? That's. I mean, it's a very, very harsh thing to say, but especially. I mean, in, an injury like that at a. And it's happened before to him. He's thirty-four. Yeah. And, and that's an ACL injury at thirty-four years old. That's next time he plays is probably he's his birthday's in April. So next time he plays is probably will be around when he's. 35. I don't even know. I don't even. I think I mean, that's it's a it's a nine month recovery because you get surgery and stuff and it's it's nine month recovery and his birthday's in April so obviously the next time he plays will probably be when he's thirty-five years old. That's insane. So, I mean, like, I would give him... Do you think he'd come back and play for Barca? I mean, at Barca. For Bayern? No. No? No. That, that's, that's so unfortunate. He should collect his paycheck and just call it a day. I mean, you can milk that paycheck until until, you, until you're told to leave. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, of course, well well wishes to him. That's that's so un- bad to hear. I mean, he's a great player. He At some point, he was in the conversation with the Messi-Ronaldo... When wasn't you, that no it was Iniesta I forgot there was there was something two years ago when it was like the UEFA best player of the year award yeah he was third place oh he was third place he yeah, was. I thought so I, I, well I, yeah, yeah you are also right with the Iniesta thing because he was in that running I think in in that yeah it was years. it was uh, Ronaldo Messi and uh, what's his face 
and uh, Ribery. And Ribery, yeah. And uh, I mean, obviously he won, but I don't know. You see, um, what's his face? There after this game, there was comments from the uh, Bayern interim manager Willie Sagnol. Uh, they tied Hertha, and he literally went to like this was so no longer to say. the strongest team. He literally Europe. said that Bayern were no longer the strongest team in Germany, and I was like, "Why would you say that?" It's a negative attitude. As an interim manager in your first game, like yes, it was like a tie. You guys drew away from home, like okay, big deal. Like you're that's not. Like, and as we mentioned last week, we saw the table. We saw the table with Dortmund bossing it, seven points. Yeah, eight I mean points. Bayern. Bayern's only I don't Bayern. Dortmund's only ahead right now in the league by five points. Yeah. And, like, you can't say that as an interim manager. Like, okay, yeah, they tell That puts a negative vibe for your entire For your entire, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, God forbid you'll stay longer than, like, the rest of the season. Obviously, like, Bayern standards, I doubt he'll stay more than, like, they'll find a new manager in, like, two weeks or so. But, you know, God forbid he actually stays there. Like, then your entire time, your stay is going to be plagued by these comments of, oh, we're no longer the best team in Germany. Like, who cares? Just keep playing. Like, I would have just been like, all right, it was a tough game, tough stadium. Um, it was. I know it was my first game back. We should have our first game with the team. Yeah. Our first game, yeah, first game with a new manager, myself. Uh, we should have had better tactics. We should have accompanied for what we were gonna face in the upcoming week. It was a tough week for the team in general. So um, we'll pick it up next week. So that's what I would have said if I was the manager. Yeah. Well, hopefully. After international break, we can see Bayern hopefully rebound in the in the league and in the Champions League because they're when they're when they're good and when they're on, they're one of the most exciting teams to watch yeah. too. You have, I think, one of the best. You know, before we talk about Madrid, I think one of the best uh, best Bayern games I watched was when Lewandowski had like five goals in like or was three, it five, was it three five, or five goals? Yeah, five, it was five goals, goals in like ten three, minutes or something like that. Three minutes. Three minutes. It was. It, I think. I I want to say it was. He had five goals in the game, but he had like three goals in ten minutes or something. It was it was insane. five goals nine minutes. You're right. Yeah, five goals in nine minutes. And uh, when they're on, they're one of the greatest teams to watch. Like you know, par Barcelona, par Madrid, par Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool. I'm kidding. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want me to take a shot at Arsenal right now? <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I should say though. But once they're like I'm saying, once they're on and when they're they're playing at their best, they're one of the best teams to watch in the world. Very exciting. With just great goal scorers, great midfielders, great defenders, and obviously a great goalie who's injured now, but um, hopefully they can get back to the best. I want to ask you a question, actually. What's good? Do you think Pulisic would ever go to Bayern? To Bayern? Do you think he would ever? Do you, do, uh, do you think he's like a loyal player? Do you, Do you see him like as someone who's loyal? All right. He's one of the first players to play at Dortmund, correct? First U.S. players, you mean? Yeah, one of the first U.S. players. And he's getting pretty good money there. Seems like he's having a good time scoring goals. He scored against Bayern earlier in the season. So usually players that score against Bayern usually get, Bayern. That, go get that look from Bayern. Look at uh, Mario Götze. Yeah. Left. Well, was that wonder kid for Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Left and then came back. Right. So, I mean, like, I think that if Pulisic sees that, you know, why why even try to break into the midfield like that? Like, with, like, I mean, look at that. If, if, if Ribery's injured now, Putting a spell on it, Ribery retires. Mm-hmm. They knew right, right winger, mm-hmm. left winger. That's what I'm getting at. You never know, because this Pulisic is coming up big. I mean, I don't. People are saying don't overhype him because then he'll turn but out. I, like, I, that's I a, do. That's a good but question. I, but I was thinking about that a little bit on my walk over here to the lib. So I mean, we'll put that, it. That, that, that's a great thought. I, I haven't even thought about him leaving Dortmund in any way. Like, is that his final step in his career? Because he, he's so he, he's still a teenager. So I mean, like. 
do you think that he still has somewhere else to go in his career? Do you think he stays there for his whole career, or do you think that he'll move on at some point? He's 19. Do you think he'll move on, you know, come like, you have Dembele who left at 20 years old to go to Barca. Do you think he'll, he'll, he'll go to a bigger team at some point, bigger than Dortmund, or do you think he'll stay there for his whole career? Dortmund's a big club, I'll be honest, so we'll see. I mean, I would like him to see come to come to the Premier League, to Liverpool or Arsenal, so. I couldn't see him going. Uh, if he came to the Premier League, it would be for someone like, I, I don't know, that's a tough question, though, because what, what top-class Americans have you seen on, like, those top five Man City, Man U, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs teams? You, you've all you seen, see is, is Lyndon Gooch at Sunderland. And, or Lennon Donovan. Lennon Donovan at Everton. Or Clint Dempsey at um, Spurs, yeah. Spurs or I, mean, I, I can see Pulisic playing for Spurs, honestly. All right, because I, 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 I just like I'm I'm getting at those like. Careful the, what you wish for. I don't care. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not the biggest Pulisic fan, honestly. Like I'll, okay. I, I've said before. Are you more Gideon? Yeah, obviously being an Arsenal fan. I mean, but just in general though, I've seen him play and just like I've never, I've never really been. I mean, I've seen like some of his goals through like Twitter and stuff. Okay, it's just I've, I've never been too insanely impressed. Obviously, he has potential and stuff, and, like, I won't doubt that at all. But, uh, you know, I won't say he's, like, insanely amazing. But, like, I mean, my question, though, is just, like, would you see him – or would you would you see these these uh, these big clubs in, in England risk the amount of money they would have to spend on an American player because you've never seen a high-class American player like this kid come and play besides Dempsey. He doesn't even look like he's an American on the field. Fair enough. He doesn't. Yeah. I mean, when he I, has the ball. He looks so so natural to him. It's yeah, no, no, no. I'm just – Second instinct. Answer my question though: Is do you see these top five, top six teams risking that amount of money to spend an American player? Would they never, would they ever have ever taken the chance ever to even try? I think they'd make the money back through jersey sales. Okay, fair enough. Because it's a big market, and this this kid's putting all the hype in. Every time the U.S. plays, you see his Pulisic jersey every third, every third person that. Actually, that's yeah. Imagine if you if you move teams and came to like a big EPL team where a lot of American people watch. You know that would actually be. And You're right. Dortmund, Dortmund fans are actually very classy in the way that as long as you don't move to Bayern, you're well-respected. Because you're looking – they want their players to succeed, succeed at the club. And even when they leave, like when Andre Scherle came – I think he came – I don't know. The, he went to Bayern – or went to uh, Dortmund when he came from Chelsea. They opened him up yeah. real well. And then when Goethe went to – Bayern. That was bad, yeah. Th- that was, yeah, that's okay. Even, even Hummels, too, he left. Hummels, yeah. too. They I have, mean, there's no bad blood between them. Between Lewandowski. Lewandowski, that was another one. So, I mean, they take they take it lightly, I would think, lightheartedly at some point, at, at, at certain areas. But well, I want to see, I want to see Pulisic. I want to see That would be cool to see, him. yeah, in the EPL, it would be really cool to see him. I don't know if they would take the risk, but that would be cool to see, though, so, but, yeah. uh. Our last game of the week before we wrap this up, we're getting to our half an hour limit. Yeah, um, sorry guys. No, no worries. Uh, I mean, well, I shouldn't say worries. I like talking about this forever. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, got class, uh, saw, I got class at one, and we're it's like twelve forty one. So we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we wrap this up, um, let's talk about real quick, just one minute or so. We had Real Madrid beat Espanyol as their first home win of the season. They won two zero. Finally, Isco scored two goals, and Ronaldo had his first assist of the season. You say finally, that's good for them. That was a big win for them. Mm-hmm. All, like I said. Um, I mean, they, they need to start winning games at home now, and it's important they keep that form up. Because they can catch up now. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any comments about it? I mean, you saw the Madrid game. That was a full stadium, obviously, as compared to the Barcelona game where it's empty. So, you know, they still won 2-0 instead of They're Barcelona. doing their own thing. They're putting the ball in the net. That's all they got to do. Gain cool. those points. Okay, well, um, I want to quickly mention, moving on from that, I want to mention uh, this week 
it'll be kind of awkward, different for us because it's international break, obviously, and there aren't many, many games coming up this, like the next just guess, the U.S. Game. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, we just have USA Panama World Cup qualifier. Real quick, what do you think? Score will be. It's it's a huge game for the U.S. They have to win because I think they if they lose this, they lose. They're done. Not a little cup then. So, what do you think the score will be? It's at it's at the U.S. too. So it's a home game for us. Where are they playing? I think the I forget, but I think you know for me it's Panama. They they the players should realize how big of a game this is. I hopefully U.S. maybe one zero two zero. They're playing uh, Orlando City. That's a pretty big stadium, right? Yeah, and I mean like it's good weather. Definitely. Well, I mean, what do you what do you think then? What's your score prediction? Two one to USA. Cool. Pulisic getting the scoreboard. You love Pulisic. <laughs> I'm a PA PA guy. Hopefully. A little bias. Okay. Well, my my question I wanted to pose to you, not related to this, was if we're doing our percent on Friday, what would you want to talk about on Friday? Because you know we won't have too much to talk about. For the upcoming these, weekend. For I mean, not weekend for this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, just international breaks. So you have like only a few games going on. We'll have headlines and stuff to talk about, but I mean like. Past that, do you want to do a special episode? We just do more personal stuff. Do you want to do, like, soccer stories at the Legend of Alan Smith? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, all right. So, there's not... We're not going to be talking about much on Friday, but we're going to be talking about, like, maybe more personal things, and I was going to pose to you a couple questions, inquiries about your soccer experiences. That sounds fun, actually. I'll do and that. You want to do that? Yeah, we could talk about... All right. If you've met a player, what are their what are they like? Stuff like that. Okay. More personal. Oh yeah, definitely. More personal stuff. So if you guys want to contribute to our discussion on Friday, then always you can find us uh, at us on Twitter. Yeah. On Twitter, that's the easiest way. Charlie, don't be afraid to uh, add us and ask to come on because we want. He, to. he told me he saw a tweet. I think when I asked about the younger player, best young players in the world, yeah. he told me he saw it. He just like forgot to answer it or something, something like I that. Mean, but yeah, if you want to guys want to get involved in a discussion on Friday, uh, feel free to tweet us at viewsfttl. Uh, you can message Alan. He's on the Instagram most of the time. Yeah. Add views FTTL, and then the Facebook page. I, I, that should work. I guess you could you message to the Facebook page. Does that work? Yeah. I have no idea, but it's still, it's the it's views from touchline. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out the business aspect of the Facebook still because it tells me I can promote our page a little bit more, put a little more in our budget. But we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, as always, you guys can find our podcast in the iTunes Podcast Store, on SoundCloud, and on Blueberry. It's crucial. Uh, please, guys. Give us like a like, subscribe, anything to help us out. A, a rating, we haven't got, I've got a rating yet, so any rating would be kind of cool to have. I would really appreciate that. I'm sure Alan would also. Be honest, no sympathy, no pity. Yeah, it's no fine. Pity. I mean, I, I, it's it's a learning experience and something that like, well, obviously that you see this time, this was awesome. Like we didn't have any script at all. You know, we literally just had points to write down. Eventually, like at some point, we can legit just write down like get this game, this game, this game. We can just go like. Do we, how will we do an NFL episode on? Friday, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> there's no midweek NFL games. Yeah. Oh wait, there is. I guess you have Monday night and Thursday night. Yeah. There's no like. Is it Wednesday night football? Tuesday night football? I don't know. I don't watch Thursday, football. There's Thursday. There's Thursday night and then Monday night. Okay. Well, Sunday. anything else you want to say before we go, Alan? Prayers for Vegas. Obviously, yeah. All all, all our prayers go out for that. Uh, for that for the tragedy. Also, I hope the uh, the president addresses the peace. Tom Petty. Tom Petty as well. Yeah. Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner. That was that was a pretty sad week, man. <laughs> God. I don't. I don't want to leave this on a heavy note, but it was. It was not a. It wasn't a great. I'm, I'm not being. Hope we can up, uplift everyone with our voices and our opinions on the beautiful game. And hopefully, our idols and our our favorite sports players can you know Billy play. Rogers being my idol. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm being. I'm being serious. Though. Hopefully, hopefully, our favorite athletes and our role models can you know be there for us like they always are. 
and put on some just great displays. I mean, it is international break, but that makes it all the more more reason for you know for them to play the best. Where you have the U.S. game coming up on the sixth. That's gonna be really interesting to see if they have a moment of silence, obviously for Las Vegas they and will. stuff. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be big. So I hope that you know that's something that we can use. You know, like it's where there's an American tragedy where we round with sports because sports are always there for us, and that's like what it is at the end of the day. Sports are like what brings us together. Sports unites us. It's a good social construct for us to come together. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, that's why I want to say before we end. I mean, that was a good uplifting note. I don't want to be uh, too I heavy. Fine, yeah. Man. I mean, but, uh, you gotta say what you gotta say. Sometimes. Cool. Well, we'll be back Friday uh, with another episode. We'll figure out what we want to do. We'll have a discussion of some sort. Yeah. We'll bring some well, questions. We, we might put a poll up there on on. Uh, uh, yeah. So watch out Twitter. for a poll. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll be on Twitter and Instagram. But as always, have a great week. We'll see you guys Friday. God bless. God bless. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.